Hello and welcome to a special episode of the VR Download, a weekly show broadcast live from the Upload Virtual Studios, where we bring you the latest news, reviews, comments, and interviews from the VR space. I am your host, Kyle, and I'll tell you what, we've got an exciting show for you today. Lots of stuff to cover. If you are coming from the uh, live stream of the keynote of Oculus, I'm sorry, Facebook Connect, uh, then you're in the right spot right here to hear some amazing conversations about it. Let's see who else we have on the show today over here to my left. Introduce yourself, please. Ian Hamilton. I'm coming at you from Southern California with the smoke outside, hand tracking on the original Oculus Quest. Hi, I'm Jamie, and I'm coming at you from the UK where it's dark outside with... I don't, it's not going to look like I'm grabbing it, but I'm grabbing it. The Oculus Quest 2 on my head. Whoa. The future, <laughs> everyone. David also may join okay, us. And well, David will speak up if David is suddenly summoned. That's well, how VR right. works, everyone. Uh, everyone out there watching, this is amazing because this may be the first podcast to have a Quest 2 involved. Is that? Do you think that's accurate? I think that's pretty um, accurate. I mean, we're pre-recorded. What? We're not pre-recording. We're live. No, I'm oh, saying if others are pre-recorded, they could be the first, technically. But I mean, I don't, I, I don't, don't think know. there are too many other people out there actually using VR headsets for a podcast, anyway. So I, I think we're still, we're pretty good. Obviously, today, uh, Facebook announced the Quest Two, and then <laughs> yep. spent a lot of time talking about a pair of. Uh, glasses project Specs. Sansa. No, wrong start. Aria project, <laughs> project Aria. Is that right? That's uh, the one. Wow, uh, that, that's the best product I've ever seen announced that we'll never be able to buy. Uh, <laughs> very exciting. Where do we want to begin here? Uh, Jamie, so we've had Quest 2 for a couple of weeks. Uh, Facebook filled us in a couple of weeks ago, uh, shipped the headset to me in the UK. So the first thing to start out with, obviously, is our giant Oculus Quest 2 review, which is uh, live now. It's a good 3,500 words. But if you don't like reading, like most people, it's also on YouTube. Um, and that is long and in-depth, too. Uh, going into every aspect of the device, we also have coverage of some of the headset's accessories, including the Elite Strap, which is what I'm wearing right now, not that you can see. Full review of that and coverage of the other accessories that are coming out for the headset on October 13th. Whole bunch of games announced today that we also have individual articles for, and then lots of kind of technical bitty bobs coming out over the next three days uh, into the weekend as well. So there, it's Oculus. Uh, sorry, yeah, I got it wrong. Facebook Connect is only one day, <laughs> but we are going to have coverage rolling out for the next couple of days for sure. So, Ian, do you have anything to add to that? The thing I, I just want to say is, I, I guess I, I just put it out there that I placed a pre-order immediately. Um. For myself, chill, and uh, maybe I'll, I'll maybe I'll <laughs> keep it in a Faraday cage or something. But no, I'm very very <laughs> excited about uh, the headset. I, I couldn't resist going for the 256 gigabyte uh, version because uh, mm. I'm, I'm going to the way I use the internet. I am only going to want to install those worlds once. I'm not going to want to like delete to m delete a couple worlds. I'm going to want a lot of those worlds uh, pre-installed so it makes a lot of sense to upgrade 
which I have been doing because I'm I have been shipped the 64 gigabyte model and I've got probably I would say I probably had about 15 apps installed before uh, it told me mid app that my storage space was critical and I must change yeah. it. Critical seemed like a very dangerous word to use in the middle of a game. <laughs> but yeah. I was like, okay, fine. I'll just delete it later, I guess. So I'll add that I also jumped on that pre-order link and got myself basically exactly what Ian got, which is the 256 gigabyte. Uh, and I also purchased the elite strap with the battery. I felt like that ah, was a obvious, okay. obvious add-on for it. Um, and yeah. th- so that was 130, right? 130. So yes, yeah, 129. So you you should also get a carry case with that. Um, mm-hmm. There's a heck of a lot coming with that. So so this is actually a good image to use right now. What I'm wearing on my head right now is just the elite strap. So right now you see this wire running along this new kind of strap that you probably haven't seen yet. Uh, it's a hard plastic shell for that strap. It's good. It's very interesting. It makes uh, wearing the Quest 2 a lot more comfortable, which is one of the things I'll get into in a bit. Uh, but this version, yes, then plugs in. And then he needs to switch it out. But this is just the normal Elite strap. Uh, but yeah, you also get an Elite strap version that will plug in and extend the battery life. Uh, battery life on the Quest 2 right now, about two and a half hours. It lasted two and a half hours for me playing the Room VR from the start. Uh, and then it also comes with a carry case. Um, which we all need in this economy. So we, we've got <laughs> a not. lot to cover here, so I'm jumping around too much, but let, let's talk about the core headset first. So the 64 gigabyte yeah, sure. is uh, $299 US, and that mm-hmm. uh, 64, you said you got about 15 games in there before it barked at you. Uh, that, that's, that's not yep. too shabby. To be honest, 64 gigabytes is uh, fairly decent for generic usage, um, especially yeah, sure. at 2.99 with all of the specs. And we'll get in, we'll get into the specs here in a little bit. Uh, the Quest 2 256 gigabytes, which I'll be honest, that's I Loads. expected. Uh, 128 i didn't expect 256 that's 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 awesome it's a, it's a really clever way to get people to like jump that 100 gap i think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like normally yeah, like mean, if it was just double the space i wouldn't normally but like oh, well, that's three times the space and then four times the space so right. that's a really really big jump that i think a lot of people will be very very tempted by so the 256 gigabyte is 399 and then uh we mentioned that the Deluxe, or the, I'm sorry, Elite strap, not Deluxe, Elite. Uh, The standard one without the battery was how much? That's that's $49, so 50 bucks. Okay, so that seems like a reasonable upgrade. But getting the battery as well for $129, and then also with Haze, that's... First of all, I'm happy they actually have accessories, official accessories. Uh, i got to keep yep. stop doing this with my hand or my menu will pop up. <laughs> uh, I'm curious, though. It plugs in for the battery, obviously. Is, mm-hmm. is that a spot in the back for the link cable as well? No, no link. Uh, thank you. I've, this, is my, <laughs> this is my key question I asked all week uh, as, as Jamie was preparing for this. Uh, yeah, nagged him to verify with Facebook. Uh, just like VR Power, it does not pass through Oculus Link from wherever the battery charges to 
the front of the headset. So you will have to unplug the battery from the front of the headset and then plug your link cable in, assuming that's uh, what you want to do and rather than a wireless solution like virtual desktop. Um, yeah. I'm really curious to see what, what Guy does with virtual desktop on the Quest 2 hardware. So if yeah. I'm using Link and I have this battery elite pack there, Thingy. I just unplug that, let that cord dong, dangle down, and then I can plug in my Link cable because there's no real value to having the extra battery if you're connected to Link. Uh, so, yeah. Right? Because, I mean, it will, does Link charge the headset? while it's plugged in yeah that's kind of what i was getting at and but yeah no uh it's 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 a very niche niche use of the device i would say it's not a deal breaker by any way but ian thinks it is i i very much like the vr power i'm using it right now on the standalone quest one so it's way, so for the vr power is the accessory that's already out there from rebuff reality it weighs on the back of the head uh and then plugs in over a strap top, top strap and then a cord mm. comes over to the side of the headset and i've got um i've got an extra battery uh that i i really can extend my playtime, and i never have that situation where you pick up the headset instead um, it's always there to sort of charge up. And then this thing, the, what the problem, I, the first thing you see when you look at this accessory, is it's got a couple extra USB-C slots on the accessory. So mm. one, in theory, could go to the VR ears powered uh, accessory that that company is also producing. And then the other one could, in theory, connect to your computer and pass through Link. But that does not mm. ha- that's not how VR power works. And we've been told by Facebook that's also not how this works. And so it's that you said in your review that I thought it was so useful, just saying that uh, you think people can do better from a comfort front. So I think that you yeah. combine a battery that actually does have link pass through with um, with extra comfort, even beyond what Facebook's provided. You've got a really yeah. compelling package. But I, I think we're just going to have to wait and see if someone is able to pull that off. And I think Facebook said they'll consider that for future. But obviously, yep. we're sort of waiting for the other shoe to drop here, which is wireless PC VR. And that didn't drop today in the announcement. No, that's and that that is something I think we'll have. Um, I think it's either in an article already, but we'll cover it for sure this week. Uh, they told me that they still believe that wireless link is the technology is still not mature enough to make it happen. But, you know, it very much is on the roadmap uh, well, going the forward. Nice thing, the nice thing about the way that Oculus products have, well, at least the Quest 1. Do we have to start calling it Quest 1, OG Quest? I've oh, said great. that several times today, yes. Lovely. Okay. Uh, so with the OG Quest, um, there's... I, I'm looking over here at the headset. You okay. can see... I, yeah. So, well, I've heard... I've got a couple of questions. There was a person asking about... Um, the number of headphone jacks. There is one on this There's one. one on, on the side, Quest yep. 2, right? As How opposed did you know to that was two. what I was going to ask? <laughs> yeah. So I, I saw it in the comments. I know there's the dots on the side of the headset that could be confusing. Um, one being, yeah, one being the headphone jack. And then there's a couple official accessories that uh, Facebook is officially partnering on saying, these are the types of headphone solutions we recommend you 
use in association Logitech. with Quest. They're going yeah, with Logitech, Logitech for a lot of them. And then there's also that announcement in the keynote that they might be looking at a, a keyboard for pass-through AR, uh, oh, yeah. that infinite office feature that sounds like it's going to launch late in this year, much like link and hand tracking launched late in the year for the original quest one. So it's mm. kind of, it's got sort of the suspicion that's going to be a Christmas holiday surprise. Uh, all those added software updates coming mm. at the end of the year. Yeah, it could be before we move on. I just want to do free fast fire questions that I've spotted on YouTube. Cutie pie. Uh, I'll probably try and only say this once. Cause I'm sure we're going to be asked it a lot. Uh, you can use your Quest games that you already own with the new Quest 2, so long as you know you use the same account. It, it all works there. That is all fine. Don't worry about that. Uh, Betty, Betty, Betty Bop, great name. Uh, the I don't know how big the battery is to hand, but it lasts about two and a half hours if you play a VR game like right from the start, like a demanding VR game like the Room VR. And James O'Loughlin, uh, yes, the Rift hardware is done. They announced, uh, we announced that today as part of the uh, headlines. Uh, yeah, there is no more Rift hardware being made after this, no more PC exclusive hardware from Facebook. The Rift S was the last one, but obviously we're talking about Link here. They see uh, the Quest 2 as a sort of PC VR headset as well. Do you think we'll see a eulogy for the Rift S like we did with the Gear VR? From from Carmack. Carmack has to get into it. He He's got to, to do that it. and go today, right? It's going to be a heavy day for him. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure be crying because at his he, desk. Had, he had a vested interest in the Gear VR. That was sort of his uh, baby yeah, for a exactly, while. Yeah. I'm not sure if he has the same affection toward the other products. No, probably why he went part-time. <laughs> yeah. And plus, with yeah. with killing off the Rift S, it means that they never have to worry about giving anybody hand tracking for it. Deprecated mm-hmm. product. Oh, yeah, I do a... I do wonder if they do ever bring uh, it uh, to PC still with Link. Um, I don't know. So it's, it's one of the interesting points to move on to uh, outside of the hardware is that today they announced Medal of Honor is going to be released on Steam as well as the Oculus Store. And Medal of Honor is a PC-exclusive game. It's not coming to Quest. It's one of the last two Facebook-funded PC VR exclusives that we know about, which signals, you know, a pretty significant uh, change in direction for their strategy there. Uh, I guess you could say it's the right time to do it with Killing Rift S. Obviously, Medal of Honor will have cost... Millions and millions and millions of dollars to make, and then they just tell the developer, by the way, we're ending the platform you're releasing this for in a couple of months. So uh, I'm seeing a couple of people mention comments about tracking and the cameras, and there was something so good in your review. I love that we've got this kind of side-by-side demonstration of Jamie's Quest 2 hands, my Quest 1 hands, and the thing is, a Quest is a tightly... inferior hands. Tightly integrated package between hardware and software. So uh, there could we we have yet to actually rip down and you know, tear down the headset and see uh, everything that's in there and what's actually turned on. And everything could be turned on by Facebook in a future software update. But the thing I love so mm-hmm. much in your review is you talked about the perception that your hand tracking looked smoother simply because you were in the home menu observing the 90 hertz frame rate mode yeah can you explain that yeah so 
one of the it's it's one of the weirdest things about this headset is that Quest Two has a screen with a ninety hertz refresh rate. The original, correct me if I'm wrong, is seventy two hertz. Now, actually, the, the what's weird about it is that when Quest Two releases in on October thirteenth, most applications won't actually support ninety hertz yet. Oculus is going to not turn it on until later. In fact, it's coming as a beta feature, an experimental feature, much like hand tracking was at the first point, just for the home environment and the Oculus browser. So with a fast, you are being I'm still here. Yep. With a faster refresh rate, you are being shown the image on the screen more times per second, thus movement on the of the image appears smoother to you. Um it's not something I've ever like really, really looked hard at on PC VR um, because uh, for a variety of reasons, but I'm not the most noticed. I'm not the most perceptive person in that sense. But when I first started using hand tracking in the home environment with Quest 2, I immediately noticed like, like an action like moving my hands over like this, there's just like that slightly more instantaneous feel to it and so immediately obviously i saw that and thought oh great the hand tracking is way better now and i i wrote to you guys on slack saying oh yeah it's definitely improved in the quest 2 it's def- definitely much better uh then we went in here and actually uh me and ian tested it out a couple of weeks ago and we actually couldn't see much difference between both of us and so then when i got to talk to our facebook about it later on they said that okay in some small way right now just because of the nature of having more computing power uh, on quest 2 yes the hand tracking is a bit better already but actually, uh, it's probably more just using it in that home environment that is what you're noticing. So I guess that's it's, it's kind of an interesting technological bump that we're going to be seeing as 90 hertz rolls out to more and more apps going forward. But right now, it is just going to be in the home screen, which is not that exciting. Hmm. So uh, they're advertising it to be able to do 90, and we all yep. know about the uh fcc uh regulations about the og quest about not being able to re-establish it so it can be 90 hertz mm-hmm. uh so this one's already ready to rock in 90 it's just that they haven't turned it on yet yeah it's going to be an experimental feature you'll have to go into uh the options and specifically select enable 90 hertz for the first couple of months but they say, yeah, they are working with developers to roll it out to new games. So I would imagine maybe before the end of the year, we'll start seeing some of the kind of less demanding titles or, or titles that Facebook has absolutely poured money into uh, raising to that standard. Um, yeah, and that's one of the things that the extra horsepower, extra computing power will be going towards. Obviously, there's a better screen resolution as well, which is going to be taking up more power. Um, and then there'll be stuff saved over for some visual fidelity as well, general graphical improvements, I guess you'd say. Hmm. I wonder what the difference in battery life will be when it goes from 72 to 90. Because yeah, that's a good point. Good yeah. One of the yeah, questions I'm seeing out there is asking if you use it much with Link and how you yeah. feel about the compression and the LCD switchover. And also what kind of Link cable you have, if you have an official one or not. So that's that's a good point. I don't have an official one. I do have a very good uh, free meter one that served me very well. I couldn't tell you the exact specifics of it, but it served me well ever since Link first came into beta uh, last year or whenever it was. Um, the compression, because I might be, yeah, the compression because of the higher resolution screen, I would say I noticed more. However, 
I mean, it's still it's still great. It's still a nice, clear image. It just kind of appears a bit misty, I guess you would say. I, I tried it with Half-Life Alex. I played a, about an hour of Alex or something like that. Um, again, that's something I asked Facebook about, especially seeing as they're killing Rift, and this, they say, is now their PC VR headset. And they said compression is going to be one of the main things they start tackling as they move Link out of beta later this year. Uh, one of the features they talked about was that, yes, they'll be enabling 90 hertz support for Link which wasn't enabled for me yet. Um, but also, yeah, that compression will be tackled. So hopefully they can keep working to get this to be like a really nice, crisp, clear image. And I think we all might actually start agreeing with them that it's a worthy replacement for their PC VR yeah. line. But it's not quite there yet. We have to kind of go back into the history books and give uh, Facebook and I guess Mark Zuckerberg credit where they've made claims ahead of time. Uh, and then actually delivered on them. So one of those claims going back, I think a couple Oculus Connects, was the Quest would be able to play Rift quality content. And yep. it was a very memorable phrase in one of their Connects. And sure enough, uh, six months after release, we got Oculus Link that did pretty much fulfill that promise with this caveat, and the little asterisk you put on it, that there is significant compression bringing it over uh, that could be noticeable depending on how attuned you are to those types of artifacts. Um, this is kind of what you're saying here with this room to grow and with this future here that uh, when they use that very memorable phrase in Facebook Connect, uh, we just listened to it, they said something to the effect of uh, better than o Oculus Rift. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's that's pulling a punch a little bit when you specifically shipped an Oculus Rift S that was only 80 hertz. So it's kind of like cheap to say that it's 90 hertz. Yeah. But there's a very real uh, there's very real benefits you have to consider in things like if your core gets pulled out, you're still in a safe environment. Uh, the screen doesn't just go black. That's the type of software yep. system that Facebook has offered with Quest. And it's, in theory, only getting better with Quest 2, even if we don't have the hands-on evidence right now exactly. to see them fulfilling on those growth promises. Uh, they do have a bit of a track record here on actually delivering with significant software updates in a timely manner and improving their platform. Oh, for sure, launch. yeah. I mean, those, are, so those we... are like really significant things to keep going with, right? Like, the end of the day, they do have, you know, many millions of investment in PC VR software. So they do have to make sure that delivers. And same for stuff like hand tracking and 90 hertz. You know, they, they are committed to this stuff now. They, they kind of have to be. Mm. So I feel like now is a good time to start talking about the nitty gritty, the hardware inside this monster. Uh, let's start let's with that xr2 processor which absolutely blew me out of the water when i heard that they were going that route i thought it was going to be an 865 yep. uh who wants to talk about the xr2 chip so uh, it's it's again it's another one of those weird things that you hear it and you're like wow that's so impressive but you know getting the headset two weeks before launch and with those features still a couple of months out it's kind of a hard thing to talk about in a lot of ways but uh, it's a significant jump over the 835, which was used over in the original Quest. Uh, it's what Qualcomm uses for its own VR reference design headsets, which in theory, uh, you know, it lends those designs to other companies. 
uh, and then they make their headsets based off of those designs. Though I don't think it would be accurate to say you could then call Quest 2 a Qualcomm reference design headset because obviously you've got like their own proprietary tracking systems and their own operating system and, and everything like that. So it's not. It just has a lot of similarities. Um, yeah, lots more on computing power. Like I said, some of that will go to increased uh, refresh rate and some of that will go to increased resolution. The, the interesting thing to talk about today is that Facebook sent over some demos to play uh, of games that will be coming out later this year. Among them was The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, one of our favorite games of the year upload. Um, very in- on PC, very intense, very demanding zombie slasher game, very physics driven game. So if you stab some, uh, if you stab a zombie, like I once stabbed Carl in the head as a, uh, as a, uh, a really good reconstruction, you should definitely go see that. Um, you yeah. have to do it with force. And the, the game is like a physics funhouse in that respect. Uh, looking great on both versions of the quest. I got to try them out on both versions. Uh, before I say what I say next, I will say that it has been phrased to me that it is like an early build. It's not final. Things could change before uh, the actual product releases on October 13th alongside Quest 2. But going through the level, there are differences in things like the buildings. There's foliage on the buildings. There's leaves and trees around in the Quest 2 version that isn't in the Quest 1 version, aren't in the Quest 1 version. And towards the end of the demo as well, there's actually a stack of wooden pallets that on the quest two version are there and you'd have to navigate around to escape from zombies not actually there in quest one version very very interesting difference because when when we talk about something like the added horsepower in a ps4 pro as opposed to the ps4 sony was always very insistent that that would only ever mean like uh visual uh, resolution and performance changes you would always still be getting the same content now again that could be entirely different by the time uh, the Walking Dead releases uh, in a couple of weeks, but it's it's just a quite an interesting standard. Yeah, look here you go. This is actually a comparison. This is a shot from a comparison video we'll be putting up on the site tomorrow. Uh, this is the same place. Quest Two on the left, Quest One on the right. This stack of uh, wooden pallets is here, uh, and as you can see on the Quest Two version, they create an obstacle to walk past. And then on the back, this house, you can see the vines all over um again don't know if those will be still the same situation once the full game is out but even as a kind of developer preview it's it's an interesting difference to note so you played this game on both the og quest and the quest 2 was it the same executable uh the same app that you played on both so it wasn't a separate downloaded it from the same place on the oculus store yeah 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 for sure um yeah uh apart from that uh, the other big difference I like to talk about as well, and it, I guess I don't really know if this extends to the to the XR2, but I, I guess it probably does, is with the fixed foveated rendering, which is a technique that refers to around the edges of your VR display. You'll particularly see this on Quest 1. Uh, some games and apps will blur the edges of the screen so that they can give more processing power to what's in the middle of the screen because you don't really notice that in your peripheral vision. Although some apps do it quite aggressively and you actually notice it quite a lot. One of those being uh, Star Wars Vader Immortal, the lightsaber dojo wave-based action games you can do there. They're a good example, if you go in and look now, of the foveated rendering around the size of the screen. But on Quest 2, it's not really there. And if you look at my video review, we have an example of that. We might be able to do something a bit more in-depth later in the week or something. And... 
you will still see foveated rendering, fixed foveated rendering on some Quest 2 things. In fact, it's quite prevalent in the Oculus home screen, weirdly. Uh, but going back to some of the older titles, I definitely noticed a difference. And for me, that really helps with immersion because I could actually notice that out of the corner of my eye quite a lot of times. So yeah, that's a, there you go. So that's the examples. Those affected areas there would be more blurry. And if it's going really, really going in on it, then it might be really, really blurry like this one down here. Um, we've, we've, but it's a, yeah, it's a different change. We've talked about that uh, previously, and it's kind of like uh, encouraging you to point your eyes towards the middle of the screen in a very subtle way. You might not even realize you're doing. So if you can turn down the fixed foveated rendering with a more powerful chip like uh, the XR2, then maybe you feel a little bit freer, uh, you know, to, to look around near the edges of the, of the lenses. Um, one thing I want to mention is I'm seeing uh, several people bringing up the Ars Technica review that went out. Um, yeah. And we're, I think, trying to, to reach out to Facebook to ask the question about the controllers that the Ars Technica reviewer brought up. But what's your sort of perception yeah. of the overall tracking quality? Yeah, so... I, it's interesting. I, I read that. I have used Quest 2 for 15 hours. And I would say, personally, in my experience, the tracking was very, very solid and completely unproblematic. Now, to that point, I am not an expert Beat Saber player. I'm not very good at Beat Saber at all. I would not, I wouldn't last a second in the expert mode. The best stress testing I've done is getting to the higher waves of Vader Immortal, which is really, really intense once you're throwing yourself this way and that and there's like a million different droids firing lasers at you so it gets kind of beat saber-ish in having a lightsaber in a million different places at once it all worked for me um what i the the troubles i had with tracking and i i personally thought this was the same on old quest as well but uh, maybe i'm wrong uh is that when i have my controllers down by my side and the field of view can't pick up the controllers, uh, you get that quest thing where they might suddenly just appear right in front of you for a second. And then the system's like, Oh wait, they're actually back down there. And you, and it corrects itself. I, w- I wouldn't say I saw that that often. I saw it maybe three or four times while I was playing all of the room VR, which is about a three or four hour experience. And I wouldn't say it was a problematic <clears throat> experience at all, but I, I, I mean, I, it's, it's the experience the person had when they say that the tracking in, in Beat Saber is noticeably better. I mean, we'll, you know, I guess we'll have to put it to the test a bit more ourselves. Yeah, but. I think the, the question I want to put to you is 15 hours with the headset. Um, you probably had hundreds and hundreds of hours with Quest 1 um, mm-hmm. between all the games you've reviewed and played through to completion over the course of, what, its 18-month lifetime. So, yeah. Uh, 15 hours is not an extraordinary amount of time, but it's also, and it's also, there's going to be software updates that are going to dramatically change the value proposition eventually. But can you, can you Mm. compare, I think that's in 15 hours, how are you able to compare what you experience with quest one to, to quest two? How is it, is it better across the board or are there major things that are worse? (laughs) Do you know, it's, it's, it's funny. I remember, like first, I mean, there was the whole thing with uh, the rumors around this device that it was going. Originally, people kind of assumed it would probably be more like a, a Quest Pro or a Quest S instead of a full on Quest, Quest Two. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, and we assumed that maybe a redesigned form factor would be the extent of it. And other than that, it was just a, yeah, just a refresh like that. So when I put it on and discovered the uh, resolution was so much better than it is in the original Quest, and this, and this is my favorite takeaway from the device, is that just the screen door effect is so much better in this device. Looking around in a studio like this, because like the textures are quite simple and quite bright, it's actually a fair bit more noticeable than it would be in most VR worlds. But the, the lines between pixels, which is what screen door effect refers to, they're minuscule now. They're like, it's so, so clear. Um, and it really jumps a chasm that I always previously had. The, uh, Quest, two, uh, Quest 1 was on the other side of that chasm where I still thought the screen door effect was way too high to be probably immersed. And with this, I feel like I'm, it, we're actually really getting there. Now, like, well, let me, but as well, I, while we're in here looking at Kyle, well, like, let me, how, how detailed is he? I want to talk about him soon. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Sorry. Kyle's glasses are a bit fuzzy. Uh, I can see the whites of his eyes all around uh, his blueness. <laughs> I can't see blue. Uh, enough. Okay, no, I can see blue. Um, but like his hair is is very dashing and solid. His hands are very dashing and solid. <laughs> Um, but like there's a there's kind of a frayedness to rigid edges. So the tops of the uh two social monitors next to Kyle, I don't know if people can see those, those appear kind of frayed. Uh in fact, the top of your monitor here, Ian, that's a little frayed. But overall, it's it's a massive, massive difference. Um and, and what I was gonna say was as I got more used to it, you get that kind of thing where you kind of start getting less amazed by the resolution. But then as I came back to do the review and started needing to do more direct comparisons, uh, I spent a lot of time with Quest 1 again and then put this back on my head after a couple of days or something and was just floored all over again by just how clear it was. It's like it, I felt very refreshed by it. Um, so for me, even if, and I know it's not necessarily possible, but even if you didn't update the processor and you just had this screen, that would be a huge, huge, huge win for me. What I don't, what I'm not so big on is the kind of redesign. I really wish they'd go further with that. I know there might, we don't, we don't know the full extent of it, but there might be uh, legal problems around them using a halo strap because there was a story a couple of years ago that Sony had painted such a design and actually licensed it out to Lenovo. And then Lenovo ended up being on the uh, Rift S side of the Rift S. Its name was there. I'm a, such a huge fan of that design. It takes away so much pressure from my face. I really, really, really wish Quest would adopt that natively. The um, rubber strap, very much the, it comes with very much like the original Oculus Go strap. So if you've had a lot of experience with the Oculus Go, it's kind of in the same ballpark there in terms of comfort. Uh, one of the big problems, I think, is it's just so, more so than the Quest 1, it's fiddly to find the right fit for you because Quest 1 has that hard strap that is going to be the same for everyone. This has two little toggles at the back of your head that you adjust and then the top Velcro strap to go with that. Um, makes it much harder between people to pass it, then find their sweet spot and then pass it back to you and you get the exact same sweet spot again, which is kind of, to me, that's the main selling point of the Elite strap is not the comfort so much as how easy it is to get comfortable quickly. Uh, especially living with other people in the house. Uh, I wanted, I've, I'm looking at a couple comments here that have got really good questions, but I also want to just clarify uh, the IPD adjustment uh, when you when you move the lenses oh, yes. one, two, three. Do they stay in place firmly in those positions once you've put them there? Oh yeah, 
I have not had a problem with that at all. I guess, so I use two, uh, and, and the IPD adjustment system in this one is very different from the slider at the bottom of the original Quest. What you do now is it has three set positions, and you literally put your fingers inside the headset and move the eye cups into one of those positions, and it covers between 68 millimeters and 58 millimeters. I've only ever had to have it in two. I would say it's really firm. like It's not going to move without a lot of force. Uh, it's never accidentally shifted while I've been wearing it. What I would say, and I, I will be very interested to hear this, and um, is on one, uh, so the, the setting where the cups are closest together, sometimes without the right perfect fit, which again, with the original strap is really hard to find, I could feel the cups on my nose. And I wonder if you know that very specific uh, set of eye distance and nose size will will be a thing for some people mm. as well I, I like i wonder if people will start feeling that having said that facebook again another thing they're releasing is what they call the the fit kit uh which will have a different kind of facial lining and will have like a light blocker for the bottom of the device i haven't got to try that either uh and that might solve some more comfort issues for people as well all right so let me get to those questions that are so good in the comments we've got whether the quest 2 controllers are compatible with the original quest they are not. We confirmed that with Facebook no. directly. You cannot use the Quest 2 controllers question. with That's the Quest 1. Yeah. Um, also asking, can you detail how setup of the account works? Are there privacy controls for the Oculus app to keep you from accessing my Facebook if I lend it to a friend? Uh, I don't have so much experience with that because before Facebook ship the device to me uh they needed my facebook uh profile so there was kind of like a i think there was kind of already a bit set up i had to i was able to skip a few uh things there um i did make the jump over to facebook profiles on rift the other day um but i haven't i haven't noticed anything terribly different between that uh after that initial startup process but that yeah, is a good so question. It's hard for us to know I, what I, the I, consumer flow is yeah. right there. And like, and like so much about this device, I mean, we ended up uh, updating our original Quest review probably like four or five times over the course of 18 months because there were so many new features that you know had we had to put in to keep it relevant. That's absolutely going to be the case here as well. We have a section on Facebook Connect, uh, on Facebook, sorry, in the review. But yeah, we've got to, we'll, we'll keep at it and see what how it develops. Hi, David. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> so Jeez, wow! Has, uh, chosen How's to going? grace us with his presence. Fate, David's got in here for the nineteen uh, minutes it. before the PS5 is announced or, or shown off again. I have arrived. Yeah, we we are being mindful <laughs> of the one one o'clock announcement. None of us want to miss that either. So we are going to hard stop, right, Kyle? That's um, right. That's right. So another question I'm seeing here is a uh, very good question, well worded. That uh, even with the compression and the nicest screen, does it look better than Rift S? Oh, that's such a good question. (sighs) Uh, Even though there's the jump in resolution, I actually quite like Rift S's resolution. So I would actually still say right now I would prefer to use a Rift S on PC. Um, That's just me. I mean, the the compression compression is, is. that is uh, that is because of compression and the combined fidelity of the screen making it that much more obvious to me. Um, 
And yeah, as I was yeah. playing Alex, yeah, it's like with that compression, there, there's this problem of not feeling quite there. It's not just like, oh, there's a bit of blur and everything. It's just that sitting here in a native Quest app, this feels solid to me, right? It feels like it's there to reach out and touch. With that compression, you start taking away from that illusion a little bit. So it's really important to me personally to keep tackling that before I would throw out my, my Rift S. Have you, have you tried it with virtual desktop wireless? No, I should have done that, but I have not done that. <laughs> I meant to do that. I've got it installed. Um, uh, let's let's do let's do an article on that. Shake my hand about that. Very good, very good. We'll do an article. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think More it's questions? fair. I mean, a lot. There's a lot of people. Well, I'm looking at the comments, and there's people that want the G2, the Reverb G2 comparison, obviously mm, the index comparison. Mm, but yeah. you know, I think it's the other people. Like I'm. I'm getting the impressions. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, commenters, but like the people really want to know Rift S versus Quest. What's my path mm. forward there versus the I person think, who's not I in think that? Facebook answered that question for everybody today, didn't yeah. they? So yeah, it's, it's just really sure. interesting. There's other people that want to know those comparisons and stuff, but I think there's a majority here maybe that are looking for the other type of thing. Um, those are the main questions I'm seeing now, and do let us know um, if you have more questions. We'll get, we'll try to get to them we, with our time remaining here. What yeah, about FOV? Sure. Exactly the same, I'm pretty sure. Um, I certainly haven't noticed any kind yeah. of difference. I haven't. That hasn't been briefed to me. If it was any kind of different, I haven't felt the need to check if it was different. I haven't felt compelled to uh, uh, notice any kind of differences and follow through on that personally. It's, I mean, that's a hard yeah, decision they, to solve. Said, um, I'm sure the same. You know, um, yeah, exactly. So, a couple things here. Um, uh, Suicidal Banana has this great comment that says Rift S becomes okay. a nice mantelpiece. That's what changes. Mm. And I think that's mm. pretty, it's uh, kind of a, a very summary very summary headline for today. Uh, <laughs> the other thing I want to get into and I want to mention because I know people are out there asking about the privacy questions and wanting to know um we did reach out to facebook and press as many privacy questions as we could they specifically wrote to me uh in response to some of our previous coverage where we have been asking the question on an ongoing basis things like if it if your headset takes a 3d map of your environment uh in order to know where its location is uh, relative to features in your environment uh, points in your environment uh that stuff stays in the headset and the images like it, it doesn't capture or record images they're, they they're very specific in their word usage about what the cameras do in this process of converting uh, a view of your surroundings into data that it uses to track where you are relative to the the more or less the the moral of what they said was that nothing is changing between Quest 1 and Quest 2 with regard to things like the light turning on when it's powered to, when it's when it's hit connected to your power rail. So uh, the light turns on when the cameras are active. That's the way the Quest 1 functions, and we're told that that's the way Quest 2 functions as well. Uh, the other end of this, though, is that I very specifically asked Facebook for the updated supplemental privacy and use policies that they're going to spring out on people as far as i can tell the week 
this is supposed to start arriving at people's homes. So there will be language that covers Facebook's privacy policies that will be made available to people more or less uh, after they've already purchased the hardware, mm. which is a little odd and something to keep in mind uh, as you're considering where, whether you're placing pre-orders. You know, there's still some language regarding this data usage that we need to know. Uh, if you go back into our archives, we have very specific articles on things like uh, Facebook saying they will use your VR activity to target ads. Uh, if you look through some of these guidelines for developers on the Oculus platform, they're saying, I believe, that uh, developers can't do that uh, or can't do. There's 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 new policies out there that say a lot of things that developers can't do with regard to tracking individual users. Uh, however, there's some gray area in some of this language that uh, more or less says that Facebook can track some of your VR activity and then use that to show you relevant ads. Uh, the question, of course, is how detailed is that, and will that change in the policy change in the future? And that's part of, you know, that that's, was half. That's a great image. That was half of the presentation today. Was Michael Abrash uh, and other people from Facebook explaining their long-term vision for AR and the fact that they're going to have people out in the real world wearing clothes, saying, "I'm wearing, I'm wearing." Uh, an AR headset, that, you know, uh, not an AR headset. They're calling them smart glasses at this point, but I think it's a prototype for AR glasses. Project Aria, I think, is that. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Heaney, or, no, or right. put it in the comments that I'm wrong. Yeah, um, today. Yeah, right. Uh, but the the it, I think it's so sci-fi-ish to think basically Facebook just rolled out the human body equivalent of a Google Street View car. Like they're literally going to have people walking around uh, the real world to capture data in the same way that Google or Apple is making maps. Um, they're going to be making maps. And I think it's uh, an extraordinary step that's going to, you know, I'm going to want honest accounting of what those people at Facebook actually encounter in the real world wearing those camera glasses. Uh, out there so there's a lot to take in on privacy we're not letting it down we're going to keep following it and we know it's on the mind of a lot of people out there and i loved in your review jamie you said through gritted teeth is i think how you were yeah to slightly it? slightly gritted teeth is what i described it as mm. it's i mean it's 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 the big caveat of the review right is that and 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 it's what we go back to we say oh my god this thing is ridiculous at three hundred dollars what the heck is Facebook getting out of it? And that is how, that is the worth Facebook equates to lose it. Probably very, almost certainly losing money on the quest too. Probably, I mean, very speculatively, but probably quite a lot of money. That's how much Facebook wants you using Facebook in VR and securing you now and getting that grip, especially with the likes of Apple and whatnot on, on, on the horizon. Guys, I, I, I don't mean to be overly dramatic and I I could be wrong. I am, but I might be about to drop a slightly negative bombshell. I think I have a dead pixel. <gasps> no. I 
have taken the headset off three times this podcast to wipe the lenses. There is a tiny little multicolored lip that I'm very familiar with on TVs that I can see right now just between my fingers here. You killed a in pixel one, live on the VR download in, on the Oculus in, Quest 2. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I think that's kind of what's happening. I saw it about half an hour ago, and I was like, no. "That's that's a dust spec that's got to go." You got to restart. You, you got. We have nine minutes no, left. You got to restart the headset and come back I'm in closing, when you're dropping I'm something cl- like that. I close the eye that I, it's on the screen. I can't see it. I, I, I. All right, I can do it. I'll, I'll be right back, and we'll find out. I'm going to keep you on. The, what if I never come back? It'll be a real cliffhanger. Well, we'll That'd know where to know, find you. That was the last You'll time I ever saw Jamie. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Zuckerberg got me. All right, I'll hurry. I'll be back in. I'll Zuck. be back in five. Zuck. Did anyone else notice in Echo Arena his username is actually Zuck? That's actually what his username is. I'm wondering if that's his Oculus ID or that's just what he. You can do, do a separate name in Echo Arena. I can't remember. I, I want to believe it's his yeah. ID. That's that's what I'm gonna go with. So, Jamie, now that you're gone and probably not coming back because Facebook folks are going to come and take you away for saying you had a dead pixel, uh, or actually, Ian, if if you know, uh, has Jamie talked at all about the pass-through? Is the pass-through any better than the question? Uh, I think it was a, that's a software question, um, and I, I think it's one of those things that I can't remember specifically what he said. Uh, I don't think there was anything notable there to to note sort of yet regarding passer being different gen one to gen two and that's i think an area where we're likely to see software differentiate the experiences and um you know i think it's so important in his review he's pointing out that the 90 hertz mode there was just in the home sort of experience and you can't really get a sense of how great 90 hertz mode is going to be in the long term without um really getting a software update that makes sure that's a really great experience. So like they're clearly only showing some of what this thing is capable of right now. And I, I don't think AR was one of those or, you know, pass through mode was one of those things that they had really unlocked yet. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you take a look at the, the quest one, how different it is today versus how it was at launch. It's a night and day, you know, I mean, there's so many things they added. So, David, do you have any uh, hot takes on the Quest 2 since you joined late? Uh, I'm still a little, like, shooken that, you know, the the Rift really does seem to be basically dead. Um, You know, it's kind of sad. You know, I wasn't, I was expecting more fanfare, but, uh, you know, I guess we're in the age of Quest give it a send-off. Yeah, Carmack will do his eulogy for the Rift probably later. Oh my god, it's still there. Oh boy. No. I found it. Oh man. Is look, it, look at you, you horrid little... Bring back the Get out of here. He's ruining my immersion. It's like that little thing where like... Oh man, it's actually really, really small, so I lose it every once in a while, and then I have to close one eye and look around the room until I locate it again. Oh, there you are. <laughs> it's it's got that like What's you know name? how dead pixels have like that little rainbow effect to it when you move <laughs> what's his name let's call him rob the rainbow <laughs> rob the rainbow dead pixel ever, i see you rob review you do going you. forward of every game is going to mention rob the pixel and how it affected your it's going to be it's going to be one star down every um, game I mean, from now on this, because it is this worthy of a review update 
I don't know. You're gonna have to talk to Facebook. I mean, I'm gonna you're, need. You're gonna have to send an email oh, during the no. PS uh, PS event. Oh, am I going to have to? I just want to watch. I mean, that. they're probably <laughs> watching right now. That hopefully they, you know, talk to Jamie. He's got a situation here. Uh, where yeah, you you you, if you, you wipe if that you three times, and it's definitely a pixel, Jamie. Yeah, I'm sounds, pretty sure it is, guys. Clear to me. I'm gonna have. I have to see it in another app. I couldn't find it in the home environment just then, but sometimes it's very, very hard so to see it. So this dead pixel is um, literally robbing you of the best experience. Uh, I get the name now. Uh, I get it. Uh, so with that, uh, with that, with that dad joke there for you, uh, let's dreadful. run down the list of all the fun things that people should be going to uploadvr.com to check out right now. So we've got all sorts of fun articles about all the things that have been announced this morning and then probably some other stuff as well. Uh, David, since you haven't had a lot of screen time here, uh, what all do we have on the site? And we miss you here. We miss you. I'm, I'm going to be back regularly very soon. Um, Hooray! That, that, that's an announcement. Small announcement to make. Uh, my wife and I are selling our house. And we are going to be <gasps> living with her parents for about nine months while we save up uh, for our new house. So I will have a babysitter again, and I will be able to be here on the Woo! show pretty much every week. So take that Facebook connect. Nice. That's right. That's right. I'm going to get a rob of my own very with soon. You... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'll rub over the right There's a lot of cool announcements because in the in the keynote they really just barely touched on most of the games that were announced. Um, you know, so you can yeah. see like a trailer and a whole article talking about Mist VR, which is getting uh, ported over to the Quest exclusively. Uh, the Climb 2, a sequel, is coming to the Quest exclusively. A Sniper Elite VR is going to launch on Quest alongside PSVR and PC VR. Um, that trailer was phenomenal. What game is this? Uh, this oh, oh. What, what is this? I'm doing. What game is it? What game am I signaling? Oh. Signaling. Uh, walking, walking Dead. Oh, I'm walking. Uh, there we go. We have a question. Uh, <laughs> I want to respond to. It's you. a great question. Uh, we've been asked whether we're going to be moving to the new Facebook avatars, which is a wonderful question, which we do not have an answer to, because we watch with everyone choice, else. Probably. Yeah, we learned with everyone else in the keynote that they are going to be. Uh, it sounds like aggressive in switching over so uh there there may be a pixel oh, they said that did they? there was a comment yep. from yep. uh megan megan Fitzgerald. yeah so soon i'll be able to have a much bigger chin and look much sadder i just don't want i, I just hope we don't that. have that up down thumbs down you know, thumbs up smiling thing i'm not i'm not ready to give facebook that much well, all le- I know is, leverage is, over my as emotions soon as i get that new avatar with the with the uh, features from horizon Anytime Ian talks, I'm going to go into my bubble. That's what I'll be doing. And also, I'm going to be calling you Harry Potter because you look exactly That's... like Harry Potter with your avatar. Yeah, there so. you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm digging it, guys. Anyway, three minutes till Sony. Sony. So, I'm well, getting... What else? So, I know, I know, I know. We got Sony showing stuff. us our future. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, you never buttoned both buttons. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> All right. So, uh, anything else we want to add before we wrap this up so we can go do other stuff? If there's coverage of the VR in the PlayStation event, we'll have it on upload. So, read yeah. that. And also, a uh, bunch more Quest 2 stuff coming up Walking Dead, uh, Quest 1 versus Quest 2. 
comparison coming out tomorrow. Uh, still coming, still planning a Quest versus Quest Two comparison, and still planning a Quest Two unboxing video. That's just this week. Sure, we'll come up with all kinds of stupid ideas, like trying to find Rob on a camera uh, <laughs> later on. <laughs> yeah. So, right, also, so I'm guessing yeah. you're going to be doing a Quest Two live stream, probably at this point, right? You can. Yeah, 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 right. for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do some uh, maybe may VR roulette tomorrow. VR roulette, our fun new game show where we do really cool, fun things like spin the wheel and play random Steam VR games for ten minutes each, which is really a load of fun. Uh, we're going to be doing that tomorrow. I think the plan is, and we'll probably use this. So tune in for that too. Cool. See you then. Watch VR roulette. Dean <laughs> shouted, "Watch <laughs> VR roulette." Ian, anything? Now let's go watch PS uh, event. All right. Okay. Sony. Sony. All right. Sony. Everyone, Sony. Uh, I want to say go check out UpwardVR.com and go to our YouTube page and check out all of our content. This has been fun and exciting day and more to come. Thanks for watching. We'll see you in the future. Bye. Bye.